Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi everybody, welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have a bunch of callers on hold. I'm glad you guys didn't forget me last week. I was at my nephew's wedding in Columbus, Ohio, which was just a blast. It was so much fun. The whole clan was together and we took Mallory up with us, our future daughter-in-law, who will be our daughter-in-law in May. And my two favorite lines from the weekend were in this order. My first favorite line was my brother, John, introduced Mallory as, this is Dr. Mallory. She can fix your dog because she's graduating from veterinary school in May, three days before she gets married. And then the other funniest line was, Mallory was holding my grandnephew, Jack, who's six months old, and she looked at me with this totally straight face, and she said, I think I'm going to be a really good mom because babies are a lot like puppies. (laughs) And I said, except you can't take them outside to go to the bathroom like you do puppies. So that was just hysterical. A lot of people, family and friends who met her for the first time said, well, we're really excited to meet you because we have your picture on the save the date on our refrigerator. <laughs> so it's nice to meet you in person. And our son, Jonathan, wasn't able to come. He wasn't able to get the time off because he's using his vacation for his own wedding and honeymoon in May. But we are in serious wedding shower mode down here in the Deep South. The Southern Bell wedding shower is unlike anything I've ever seen. I've hosted a couple of them. But my dear friend Deborah is hosting this one for Mallory. And you guys, this is this is like over the top. She uh we're expecting eighty guests, eight oh guests at this wedding shower. And uh it's gonna be kinda like town and country meets veranda magazine shoot kind of a thing. So uh, several friends of my best friends are flying in from all over the country and driving in and they're all staying here at the house. So I think we'll have eight or nine sleeping here this weekend, which will be just a blast. And uh, my husband, Tim, left town for the week. He had a business trip that just conveniently happened. And it really did happen. I mean, he didn't plan it, but he needed to go. And so I think that's hysterical that he um, he left town and uh, going to be a lot of estrogen flying around this house this weekend. So really looking forward to it. Hi, Kim. I see you joined us. I'm going to put you on hold and then we'll come back. So with that, lots of fun things going on in the deep South. I'll post pictures and uh, keep you up posted. All right, let's go ahead and go to the phone and see who we've got. I think our first caller is Janet. Hi, Janet. Oh, 
Oh, hi, Julie. Good to talk to you again. Good to talk to you. How are you, girl? I'm doing good. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. I'm calling in from South Carolina, and we're also covered in talent. <laughs> yeah, it's, I was telling them when we were uh, before we were starting the show that it's just yellow, yellow pollen yes. everywhere here because everything oh, yeah. is in bloom, and it's just gorgeous. But you know, I have a black car. Oh, yeah. My car is my car will be yeah. washed before I make the first run oh, to yeah. the airport on Saturday morning. But I thought it's stupid for me to wash it ahead of time because it's just going to look the same, you know, within a matter of hours. I know. I washed mine like a week ago and it was, you know, just so I could see out of the windshield, I guess. I know it. Well, good. Well, you got a question for me? I did. In fact, it's kind of a crazy question, but I, I suffer from claustrophobia and, and for the life of me, I can't figure out why. And I wondered if it was a past life kind of thing. Um, oh. it doesn't matter. You got it. You got it. But I just wonder where it's coming from. Huh? Well, it is it's hard. Janet, it's hard to do a decompression with the chiropractor. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, um, I have to do these decompression treatments at the chiropractor and I just, it, it, it's really hard for me to get through that 15 minutes huh. of decompression. And uh, I didn't well, know where it's coming from. Do you want me to do a past life scan real fast and we can see if, that, if there's a correlation there? Sure. Okay. These are really fun. How they work is I envision myself walking down an endless hallway and it has 40 foot tall ceilings and the hallway is very narrow, Janet, and it has 12 inch by 12 inch mirrors that line both walls and each mirror represents a different lifetime. So we'll ask a question, and then the mirrors that pertain to what our question is will come out from the wall, and then I'll say, show me the one that pertains the most, and that one will come out the furthest, almost as if they're on a hydraulic arm. And then oh, I'll wow. envision myself walking into it, and I will be shown some kind of a scene, and we'll be given what the year was, where it was, a little bit about what was going on, and we'll take it from there. So um, it should be really fun to see see what comes up. So here we go. What's our question? Are there any? Does Janet have any past lives that are contributing to her claustrophobia fears? How about that? Her claustrophobia sure. issues. Uh, all right. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Okay. Show me the one that correlates the most. Good for you, by the way. In in. Uh, using your intuition to think there may be a connection here. So I'm going in. Okay, it's really far down on the right, going down. Okay, I'm walking in. Uh, all right, 1794. I get Brook Green, Brook Green, Mass. Brook Green, Massachusetts. Uh, and you can Google this stuff. And some I had uh, friends over for dinner last night, by the way, Janet, before I forget to mention this. And we had been on a trip to a historic site, and I had gotten some information on, on a, a woman that had been buried in this cemetery where we were. And I got the name of a town in Alabama that wasn't on Google or any of that. And one of my buddies found it in historic documents. And wow. it was a town that was in the early 
I think late 1700s, early 1800s, and it's on a, a, a map, a Google map, a historic map that Google had put up. So, you know, just because it doesn't come up in the initial Google search, there's a good chance that it will if you dig a little bit for it. Sure. So, okay, what happened? All right, you were an ironsmith in that lifetime. I was, I was an ironsmith? <laughs> yeah, you were an ironsmith. So you were making horse uh you know, horseshoes, and working in a really hot barn, basically, and uh, and you felt like you couldn't escape the heat. So how does this correlate with what she's got? So I'm getting in closed space, and you feel hot a lot. Is that true? Yes. Yes? Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to push that past life memory, that one little nuance out of your energy field, Janet, and it will be interesting to see if you feel a difference. Not so much about the space, more about the combination of a small space and feeling really hot in that space, like you can't get out when you were an ironsmith. That was your job, so you couldn't escape it. So that's what I'm getting from that one. So look, look up that town, Brook Green, Mass. And uh, Brook, reminds me of Brook Green Gardens. Brook Green? Uh, reminds me of Brook Green Gardens near between Myrtle Beach and Polly's Island in South Carolina. Have you been there? Oh, no, oh, not really. Check that out. Yeah, check that out. Okay. Well, thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. That was fun. You bet. Bye now. Bye. Okay. Let's go next to Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi, how are you, Julie? I'm well. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm just um, getting myself prepared for the next month, um, and I was checking on my aunt to see she's still with us. She got real sick in January and February, but she's fine now. Oh, um, wonderful. Well, yeah. please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Jackson, Michigan. Okay, and tell everybody a little bit about what's going on with your aunt. My aunt is 88 years old and has dementia. She's the last of 16 children, Um, doesn't understand why her brothers and sisters do not come and see her. And her husband died five years ago um, this weekend, basically. Uh Uh-huh. And we, my cousin and I have been caring for her since then. And in the meantime, my husband died. And I've had two weddings. And uh, my daughter's expecting twin boys next month. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, so what's your question about your aunt? Do you want me to check and see if she's in one of the phases of transition? See if she's progressed, yes. You've scanned okay. her before. And what did I get last time? I think a 10. Okay. And remind me of your aunt's name. Lorraine. Lorraine. Okay. The reason I'm asking all those questions is when I go in and out of different realities, I don't remember stuff as readily as if, you know, I'm just talking to you in this reality. So if you prompt me, that will help with my memories, but I just, I just don't remember, which is a good thing from a privacy standpoint sure. <laughs> to worry about disclosing something, but I don't remember. Right. So, all right. So I'm going to connect to you 
in Michigan, Diane, and then from you, I'm going to connect to Lorraine, and I'll see what's going on. Yeah, she's still holding in phase 10. So what we're talking about, everybody, is the 12 phases of transition, and that's what we go through as we're dying. It's how angels and our deceased loved ones and our deceased pets' spirits are all configured around us, if you will. And phase 10 um, looks like, Diana, it looks like there's a circle of angels that has opened up into a straight line almost, just Mm -hmm. a little bit of a curve in it. Her parents' spirits are anchoring the line of angels at her feet. She has lots and lots of other spirits that are there to welcome her to heaven. I call this the Welcome to Heaven Committee. Mm -hmm. It's like the old Welcome Wagon Committee. Do you remember those little ladies that would bring a basket to the neighborhood? when yeah. somebody new moved in and uh, and her spirit looks like a bubble that's attached to the top of her head and a vortex has formed above her head which will have an upward pull so she's she's holding okay. which is not uncommon yeah not uncommon yeah. so i hope that helps it does help thank you you are most welcome thanks for calling in good luck with all your fun things coming up uh, oh there they'll be fun <laughs> Yeah. All righty. Take care. Thanks, Diane. All righty. I believe our next caller is Musa. Hi, Musa. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Terrific. I haven't talked to you since we finished our class. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you have magical things happening in your life like lots of other people do that were in our class? Well, yeah, uh, I learned a lot through the class, and I definitely feel like a new person since then. So thank you. Thank you very much. really been a great class. Well, good. Good. Well, you got to tell everybody where you're calling from first, please. Oh, yeah. Uh, calling from Connecticut. All right. And what, you got a question for me? Yes. Uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, energy cords. I forgot the name. Yeah, the, the yeah. different cords. Uh, wanted to know yeah. if there's any unhealthy one that needs to be released. Are there any unhealthy energy cords that people can have in their homes? I get a no. Are there any unhealthy energy cords that people can carry with them? I get a yes on that, Musa. Interesting. That's a surprise to me because it's probably... If you've got it in your pocket, it's real close to your body. Uh, Mm. What I'm getting is some of them can be disruptive because the frequency of the energy that they emit may not match what your body is used to. And so you may feel, um, uh, I don't know if uneasy is the right word, but more like uh, you just feel restless. You just don't feel calm and centered. Do you have one in particular you're interested in? No, as I, actually, I wanted to know if there's any of those cords that are tied to me. I know in the past we talked about uh, disconnecting cords. Uh-huh. Uh, so I figured, oh, cords. I'll, I'll I up. thought you were saying cords, like rock crystals. Oh, no, no. Sorry about that. I was actually thinking no. th- there's a name you, 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 you mentioned. I think it's called BioStreamers. Something uh, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of like 
you know, a rose quartz little rock oh, that you can carry okay. in your pocket. Okay. So, well, got an answer to that. You didn't even know you wanted to know. How about that? Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Energy quartz. What, what Moose is talking about in our angelic attendant training, and Moose was a, he was a charter member of the angelic attendant training in the first class that we offered. Um, we talked about bioplasmic streamers, and those are energy cords, C-O-R-D-S, that attach us to other people. And yeah, yeah, they're, they're ones that are lower vibration ones that you want to remove. And, and you can just envision a bunch of cords. They look like umbilical cords to me, Musa, coming mm-hmm. out of your abdomen. Just envision those going out. But I leave my husband and my son's cords connected to me. And they're very big and very thick because they've been there a long time. Mm-hmm. But, but I, yeah, I clear the cords all the time, pretty much every day. I think you want to do that. Yep, if you can remember. I'll go for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, great question. Does that answer it for you? Yeah. Uh, so, I'm, so you're saying you already cleared them all? Uh, yeah, I cleared them out of you, children. except I left. I left um, your wife and your children's in there. Awesome, awesome. Thank you yeah. so much. But we get those with everybody with whom we interact. Musa, and especially when you're doing energy work and you're mm-hmm. talking with someone, you know, in another area um, telepathically, you want to clear those cords afterwards because you don't want to stay connected. Because you know how you always hear me say, I see a laser beam go from my body to your body, from my body in Alabama yeah. to your body in Connecticut. That's what's happening. It's, a, it's an energy cord. It's called a bioplasmic streamer. So that's how I can connect into you and get a, get a vision of you in my mind's eye. Awesome. Thank you very sense? much, Julie. Oh, yeah. Oh, You're yeah. welcome. Oh, yeah. Thank you okay. much. Thanks, Musa. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, you too. All right. Let's see who else we have here this evening. I believe our next caller is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Well, hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm, like, I'm, I'm hearing some voices in the background, so let me see if I can find out who that is and mute you. But go ahead, Lisa. I'm sorry. Well, I've heard so much tonight. I have, like, different questions keep popping up, but I guess the most important one is, do you have any insight about this facial pain that I continue to have if it is a result of something I've done in my past life, I have not considered oh. that. Oh, interesting. So that's a different question than what you originally thought you'd ask, huh? Yes, it is. Completely different. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, I, we can do that. I'll just go back into my hallway and we'll just be looking at your mirrors instead of, instead of Janet's mirrors. Thank Our you. first caller. So the question is, does Lisa have any past life experiences that are contributing to the face pain that she experiences in this current lifetime? All right, so I'm walking through, walking down this hallway, and yeah, not as many mirrors as what Janet had. She had lots and lots and lots of them. You have a few, 
So show me the one that correlates the most. It's down on the left. Let me go down. And these these stretch, Lisa, on the walls, floor to ceiling. And they're all wow. lined up in straight, very geometrically perfect rows, which <laughs> is interesting. That's probably just how I perceive it, because if I had a bunch of mirrors on a wall, I'd want them lined up properly. Mm-hmm. So that's probably just me being potty trained too early or something. But, uh, <laughs> all right. So this one that's down on the left, I'm going into it. Right. Year's 1492, Holland. All right. What happened in... All right, I can see you on a boat, like a, a river boat. It's low. It's um, different from a canoe. The sides are taller on it, and it kind of comes up on the ends. Uh, it reminds me of a Viking sh- ship. You know how the Viking ships, um, yeah. they, they kind of had the design was they came up on the the bow and the stern, I guess they call them. But how did this affect you? But this is more like a, a rowboat, you know, for maybe one or two people in it. And you're, mm-hmm. on a, you're on a river and you're going down this river. So I see you capsizing. Oh, you capsized in the boat. And uh, I'm sorry to tell you, you didn't make it. The boat hit the side of your face and knocked you mm. out. And so you were unconscious and you drowned. Wow. So let me get that past life memory out of you. And we'll see if that makes a difference for you. This, this stuff's wild. I would um, Google that for fun. That 1492 Holland boats and see if mm-hmm. you can get a picture of that. This looks like a boat that would be on the canals that they have in Holland. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a lot of canals. It's very, very, um, probably high water table there, I think. And so, um, Google that. Hi, Paula. I see you've joined us. I'm just going to mute you and I'll come back to you. So, um, check that out. All right. I'm forcing the past life memory out of your system and it comes out. It looks like blue vapor that comes out of your pores. Imagine yourself mm. looking like a big chia pet and instead of bean sprouts coming out of your pores, you've got blue vapor. <laughs> How's that for a visual? Yeah. That's a good so, visual. Interesting. Yeah. Let us know if that helps. I will. Thank you. Okay. You bet. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see who we have next. I believe it's Sally. Hi, Sally. Hi. Where are you? Can you hear me? Yeah. I hear oh, you perfectly. Good. Oh, wonderful. Um, I was trying to get the, the, the question written down and it wouldn't let me send it. <laughs> um, the last time we spoke, um, well, my, my question is twofold. I feel like I am in the middle of a shift. And say I'm that again, sure. you cut out. Say that, say that again, Sal, you cut out. I feel like I'm in the middle of some sort of shift. Okay. Um, and, I, and I'm not afraid of it, oddly enough. Normally I get a little antsy. Um, uh-huh. But the last time we spoke, I, I had asked about my friend, Andy, and 
you said very quickly, um, three times going that you've got to just go with the flow. All is good. Uh Um, Uh And I've been going with the flow. But I feel like there's a shift. I'm hoping that's a good thing. Um, And in business, I have, it feels like there's an opportunity drawing me to do a huge show in Texas next fall. Um, Huge commitment financially for me, but, and, and, huge test of my business. Okay. Um, okay. So my questions are two. Is this shift with Andy a good thing? Um, should I just kind of lay low? And I'm, I'm sort of not really sure what I need to do. Um, and the same thing with the, the thing in Texas. So the question is, what's happening with your relationship with Andy and is it in your best interest to do a show in Texas? Yes. Okay. All right. And please tell everybody where you're calling in from. I'm calling in from Greenville, South Carolina. Greenville. All right. Okay. So what I'm going to do is connect to you. So here comes my laser beam that I was just talking to Musa about a couple minutes ago called bioplasmic streamer looks like an umbilical cord but when it's traveling distance for me sally it just looks like um, a beam of light like a laser and so somebody is that you moving papers around i've got some background noise and i don't know who that is i'm trying to mute it but whoever it is if you could sit, you could sit still that would be great because i can't figure out who's doing that and I'm trying to fix it. Anyway, I can't. Yeah, well, now I can hear you, yeah. But I haven't been able to find you yet. So I don't know who this is. Um, hi. So uh-huh. just stay quiet, and then I'll come back to you in just a second. Okay? Um, so, Sally, I'm connected to you. Is it in Sally's best interest to continue to be in a romantic relationship? Is that fair with Andy? Yes. Okay, is it in Sally's best interest to continue her romantic relationship with Andy at this moment in time? I get a yes. I don't think you have to do anything. I think just let it flow. Sounds like it's working well. And then, is it in Sally's best interest to do a big trade show in Texas in the fall? Is that what you said? In the fall. In fact, it would be the same time frame that Birmingham was. Okay, so is it in... Sally's best interest to do a big show in in probably what November? November in November in Texas. I get a yes before the question's even out. Great. So you're getting two yeses. Good. You just yeah. made my night. Hope that helps. Well, good. It does. Okay. It does. Great. Thank you. Well, thanks for calling in. You bet. All right. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye now. Okay, so who's my mystery listener that I don't have on my dashboard? Hello? Can you hear? Hi. Yeah, there you are. What's your name? Nazi. Say it again. I'm sorry. Nazi. Nazi. Hi, Nazi. Hey, how you doing? I recognize your name. Tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. All right. So mm-hmm. I see you now. All right. And you got a question for me? Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's chimed in the same time. I was listening to it for a while. I don't even know how. That's crazy. 
But, What's um, that? I said, I don't know how I was like, I chimed in the same time the other lady was on. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't know either. But do you, do you have a question for me or you were just listening in? Yeah, I have a question. Okay. Sir, so I was, what walk, is it? I was, yeah, I was walking home and I just felt like a heavy, um, like spirit energy. I feel like somebody's following me as I was walking. It was like I kept hearing the steps going the same time as I was walking in the woods. And like I just kept going, going, going. I stopped and I go stop. So I was wondering, I knew it was an energy or spirit. I feel like it was an answer to something. I was wondering maybe you could tell me what it might have been or something. Yeah, absolutely. So you were walking in the woods by yourself and yeah. you could feel an, an energy with you? Yeah, and I can hear every step I was taking that step. And and you can hear them. Oh, good for you. Look at you picking that up. You're, I love when you guys tell me that you have intuitive, um, you know, adventures. How about that as a term? Because we all are intuitive. It's just learning to develop and trust what we get. So I'm hearing lots of that this evening, which I love. All right. So I'm going to connect to you, Najee, in Atlanta. And then I will uh, do an instant replay, like what you watch in a sporting event, if you're watching it on TV. So here we go. Uh, got you. Okay. It's a man. Uh, paternal grandfather. Is your paternal grandfather deceased? Yeah. All right. That's who it was. Mm. Your paternal grandfather no, was with you. He's with you all the time. And uh, see if he has anything to say to you. He's saying, follow your dreams. Are you dreaming big these days? Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's how you talk to him, Najee. You, you can make a statement or say a question in your head or out loud. And the first thing that pops in your head telepathically, it's going to come in as a thought. It's going to be him answering you, his spirit answering you, or whoever you want to, I mean, whoever you want to talk to. If you want to talk to George Washington or whoever. And, uh, and it's going to happen within a second. If you think about it longer than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain answering you. And spirits are really literal. So you want to be as concise as you can be in the conversations you have with them. Because you'll get answers. And then how we perceive those answers can affect an outcome. Does that make sense? So, you know, your grandfather may say, wear red shoes and you're picturing a pair of red tennis shoes, but he's picturing a pair of red high top tennis shoes. So when you get information, then what we can do is we can refine it down, ask other questions so that you can be as specific as you can with those. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks for calling and joining us. Thank you. Bye. Okay, let's see who we have next. I believe it's Kim. Hi, Kim. Hello. Hi, Kim. Hello. Hi. Hi, can you hear can me? You hear? I can hear you fine. How about oh, you? Good. Yes, I can. Good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. I'm calling from the Chicago area. Chicago. All right. You got a question for me? I do. Um, it's actually about my dog, if that's okay. Okay, sure. So we adopted an, another dog about a month or so ago, 
and he had uh-huh. some uh, health issues when we adopted him that we we knew about. Um, mainly, he has bad teeth that we're going to get fixed. But uh, one thing is he has a lot of accidents, and I'm not huh. sure if it's because if it's some an illness or if he's just, I don't know, not trained very well. They, huh. So I'm just wondering about him. And about what kind of accidents? Just uh, he like urinates or oh the other those kind of accidents. Well, just what I was talking about with Najee, our previous caller. You know, I'm think I'm hearing accidents. I'm thinking, what what is the dog like falling down a hill or is he breaking bones or what is he doing? So he's peeing in the house. Yeah. All right. Has he been fixed? Yes, he was in the uh, where we adopted him from. The uh, and how old do you think that do they think he is? Um, they estimated like six or seven. Okay, and they just um, they just neutered him. I believe so. He uh, before we adopted him, they did. He was a little okay. sick when he came in to the shelter. Uh huh. Well, I have learned from my future daughter-in-law, Dr. Mallory, the veterinarian, almost veterinarian. She's passed her board, so technically she's got that big stuff covered. She just got to walk across the stage and get her diploma at this point. Um, I have heard from her that the longer you wait to neuter a dog, the less likely they're going to be able to be house trained. So, oh, okay. and there's a there's a balance she's talked about with bigger dogs they wait till they're about two but they don't want to wait much longer than that because then they're you're off to the races and it's tough to train them um you know with their indoor habits so i'm getting that that's what's going on with him is he trainable absolutely uh is he crate trained i don't i don't i don't know we, you don't know we if he's got crate trained? No, we kept him like in the kitchen, like when we first got him, because we, we have another dog, so we kept them separate yeah. for like a a couple weeks, so we made yeah. sure that they got along, and they do. So we just kind of had him in the kitchen with the little dog fences, um, oh, yeah. and we had a crate, but he never went into it. Okay. Can you start trying to use the crate with him? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. That he'll he'll that's gonna be the best way for you to to train him. So let's talk to him. What's his name? Oscar. Oscar. I love that. Okay, Oscar. So I'm connecting to you, Kim, and from you to Oscar. Oscar, can you stop peeing in the house? No. Why not? Because it's easy. Okay. Well, can you hold it if you're in your crate? He said I, he can get used to it. So even if he pees in the crate, give him some time. He's saying he can get used to it. And is that the same with pooping as well? Yeah. 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 He's doing it wherever he wants because it's easy. Okay. I I kind of got that sense too. Yeah. Uh, Does he have any hearing problems or does he just ignore me? I think he does have hearing problems. Yes. Okay. Oh, high pitches, okay. he's saying. Some high pitches. So, uh, and we can we can talk about that another time if you want. Call back in and let's okay. explore that. 
Okay. Okay. All right, Miss Kim. Good luck with Oscar. He's not a Thank wiener you. dog, is he? No, he's, he's part. He's um. He's definitely a. Uh, oh my gosh, my mind just went blank. He's a terrier. Dachshund. He's, oh, he's, he's a terrier. Okay. Yeah, and he might have something else mixed in with him too, because he has kind of a long body. Uh, okay. But, I had a friend growing up who had a dachshund, and they called him Oscar for Oscar Meyer Wiener for a wiener dog. Which oh. I thought was hysterical. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us this evening. Thank you. Take care. Bye now. Bye. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones and I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All right, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. You can find this information a whole bunch of places. My website, AskJulieRyan.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage. It's there. Uh, you can download the podcast in any one of dozens of, of places, um, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, on and on and on and on, Blueberry. And it's in the show notes. It's also on a blog that I send out each week, which is a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it. And in the body of the email, I have all this call-in information. When you're on my site, consider uh, signing up for, a con- for a, an appointment and we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to talk about. And that's really fun. And we get a lot of information covered and can talk about a multitude of things. We can do medical scans, past life stuff, talk to deceased loved ones, scan your dog, whatever. So that's uh, something. And then also when you're on my site, sign up for my blog and then you can get a reminder I also post every week on social media. So follow me at Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram and Facebook. And you'll see that on Thursday mornings, normally I'll post a little thing with the call-in information and say, okay, remember to call in. All right. This week's question came from Camilla. And Camilla lives in Perth, Australia. And she said, hi, Julie. Are you able to do a quick medical scan on my six-year-old who has myasthenia gravis? She was diagnosed at four. I would so appreciate it as this condition is very rare and we have no idea why she has it. Thanks, Camilla. And here's my response. Hi, Camilla. Wow, what a question. 
I can't even imagine what you, your baby girl, and your family are going through with this diagnosis. In order to get some information for you, I connected to you in Perth and from you to your daughter. She telepathically gave me permission to scan her. As most of you know, if you've listened to the show, I won't scan anybody without their permission because I just think it's an invasion of privacy and I won't do it. I can do it. I just won't do it. So she gave me permission and I went on to say the Muscular Dystrophy Association, also known as the MDA, says myasthenia gravis, and that is um, in parentheses MG, is an autoimmune disease that occurs when the immune system attacks the body's own tissues. In MG, that attack interrupts the connection between nerve and muscle, the neuromuscular junction, end quote. The MDA goes on to say, MG causes weakness in muscles that control the eyes, face, neck, and limbs, and is treatable with drugs that suppress the immune system or boost the signals between nerve and muscle. That sounds awful to me, and I'm sure they're living it, and I, you know, being on steroids as a child, little child, I don't think it's good for anybody. Not good. I don't think it's pleasant for anybody, let alone a little teeny kid. Okay. Uh, although not hereditary, researchers believe genetic factors can play a role in susceptibility and that viruses or bacteria may cause myasthenia gravis. Once I got your daughter on my radar, I could see in my mind's eye that her little body was full of mold. Do you know where she could have been exposed? Your home, her school, somewhere else? Your daughter's symptoms match those of people with toxic mold exposure. 29% of us are highly allergic to mold. That would include your daughter. And may explain why others aren't having the same debilitating symptoms. The good news is I believe she can recover from this condition. To start the healing process, I energetically removed a lot of the mold. Please schedule an appointment with me, and we can do it via Skype since you're in Australia and I'm in America, so we can figure out where she's being exposed and work to restore her health. For more information about toxic mold exposure, please watch moldymovie.com, the documentary at moldymovie.com, and check out these two websites, Amen Clinics, A-M-E-N, like hallelujah, amen, Amen Clinics and Ann Shippey, S-H-I-P-P-Y-M-D. So Google those, Amen Clinics and Ann Shippey, M-D. And if you go on my website, there's a link in the blog there for these. I've heard of this a handful of times, you guys, where somebody is misdiagnosed as having muscular dystrophy and it's a, it's a toxic mold exposure. And that's what's going on with this little girl in Australia. So, Camilla, thanks for your question, and I hope that um, this this gives you some information to work with. So, um, thanks for submitting that. All right. The other thing I wanted to mention is this is the last show in the month of March of 2019, which you know what that means. Next week, I'm giving away a free one-hour session valued at $155, and to register for the drawings, just Follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan. Write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at Ask Julie Ryan. And subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. And I do this as a thank you to all of you for listening. And also because I know 155 bucks is a lot of money to a lot of people. So if you don't have it, sign up for the drawing and maybe you'll win one. And then we can chat for a whole hour. One last thing, my angelic attendance training. We uh, are going to do a class for the four Saturdays in April. And 
And in the class, you will learn, Mosa was talking about this earlier, to communicate with any spirit alive or deceased yourself, identify the 12 phases of transition from life to death, develop and validate the intuitive voice within you. And what's happening is I teach this class and leave it to go in ways that are going to serve the person with what their interests are, the student. It's kind of like teaching somebody to read. If you teach somebody to read, they can learn whatever they want by reading. My feeling is I teach somebody how to communicate with spirit, alive and deceased, keep their energy level high. That gives them the opportunity to be where the magic happens. And the life event miracles that are transpiring for people that have done this first class are really fun to listen to. So check that out on my site, AskJulieRyan.com. Just click on the training tab and uh, do that. We'll, we'll hold enrollment through this time next week, and then we'll start the following Saturday. Okay, let's go back to the phone and see who else is with us. I believe our next caller is Erica. Hi, Erica. Hi. Hi, Julie. How are you? How are you? Good. Good. Really well. Calling from St. George, Utah. Oh, terrific. Well, you got a quick question for me? I do, yes. This this is for my daughter. Um, she she did want me to ask you. She's in class tonight. She has been struggling for a year now um, on, on a couple of issues, and I don't know if they're related. Um, she, she has weight issues. She's not able to lose weight, um, uh-huh. and she eats hardly any carbs. She's so healthy, and... Um, and she has acne, almost like rashy acne. Um, uh-huh. Can you look into her? Sure, absolutely. The first thing that came to my mind, Erica, was to have her do the biome test, the gut biome test. Um, and if you email me, julie at askjulieryan.com, I'll send you a link, and it's for 50% off, and uh, so I can get you a login. And so do that. It's going to test her gut biome to see what's causing inflammation. Those are all symptoms of inflammation in her body. So let me get her on my radar. I'm going to connect to you and from you to her. Yeah, she's very inflamed. All right, let me get that calmed down. Okay, so I see the inflammation is being caused by what's going on in her gut. That's where our immune system is. And... um, She's got yeast. She's got some other stuff going on in her gut that when it mixes with the other critters in her gut, it's causing inflammation. So email me, again, julie at askjulieryan.com, and I'll send you a link, and let's, let's see about getting her that test. It's a biological uh, test. Micro, actually, it's, a, it's a, a molecular test that will test the DNA of the critters in her stomach, and it will... Um, Give us some information on that. That's that's the most effective thing I've seen in a long so, time. So something like just taking like nice statins not going to get rid of it. Well, I think that's going to help. That's going to be part of it. But what this test does is it not only identifies critters in our guts, Erica, but it's going to be uh, give her access to a phone app that's going to say these are the foods for you to avoid and here's why. Don't eat tomatoes because you've got a tomato virus in your system. Stay off tomatoes for six weeks, and then that tomato virus will die. Here are your superfoods. 
here's everything else. Eat this in moderation. Eat this plentifully. And so it's what's called personalized medicine. And instead of just saying, okay, everybody needs to eat this diet, we can say, this is what your daughter needs to eat based on what the biome is in her stomach and what, how things are reacting in her stomach. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. Okay, So send me an email and I'll send you a, yeah, send me an email. I'll send you a link and you can read about it. It's pretty fascinating. Anybody else that's listening, do the same. Send me an email, julie at com. I will um, send you a link and it's, it's helping me lose weight. It's helping some of my friends lose weight. And we're eating the whole food, you know, low on the food chain. Stay away from processed stuff as much as you can. But in the meantime, let's get specific about what's going to help make her well. Okay. Okay. I appreciate right. it so much. Thank you. I will send you that. Bet. Thanks for calling. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Good night. Bye-bye. All righty. I think... Our next caller is Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi. Am I uh, pronouncing your name right? It's Laura. Laura. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, L-A-U-R-E. Is that how Why? it's spelled? Oh, I don't know why it came across that way. But <laughs> it's I, thought, I thought maybe your mama got fancy with how she was spelling your name. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I actually had oh. emailed you a while back about... Um, yeah. I wanted to know what my deceased father thought about um, his son now that he's gone and all the bad things that he did to me. And all the what, I'm sorry? All the bad things that he did to me. He's extremely narcissistic. Okay. And um, it's been a while. I kept forgetting the call. Okay, great. Yeah, I do remember you emailing, submitting a question online. Okay, so here's here's the drill with spirits. Spirits are all pure love and light. We all um, attach to a human um, personality when we're attached to a body. And we all choose when we're born, where we're born, to whom we're born. And it gives us the basic trajectory of what we want to experience in this lifetime. So there isn't any judgment in the spirit world and all the nastiness, the narcissistic personalities and all of that stay with the body when somebody dies. So your dad's spirit now is pure love and light, which I know is probably hard to grasp if you've been through Mm -hmm. some tough things. But whenever you're feeling really down or low or scared or angry or whatever, Go from that thought into curiosity. Wonder how this is serving me. Curiosity will get you into a higher vibration level. You'll be able to receive information telepathically. Mm. All right. And then recognize that. So if you look at all the awful things that happened to you, I'm sure there have been some good things that have come out of it. Like you, you think about, um, you know, your children, and how they're going to be raised differently. Maybe you choose mates differently, maybe whatever, but I'm sure you'll be able to pinpoint some things that have been beneficial as a result of all that pain. Well, actually I found that the only thing that worked was to cut them all off. <laughs> the whole family. To cut off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So that's a benefit yeah. that's come out of that. And how is that serving you? 
instead of staying um, stuck in, I don't want to have anything to do with my family. How do you get from that to how is this benefiting me? You go to curiosity. It's going to raise your vibrational level. When you're in a low vibration level and you feel badly, you're on a hamster wheel and it's hard to get off. How you get off mm-hmm. is you go to curiosity. How's this benefiting me? And focus on that. And then that opens up other inspiration. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that help? Okay. A little. It just, you know, I just, the problem yeah. wasn't really so much my dad as my, is my brother. <laughs> and yeah. All right. gets away with so much crap and, and people just worship him like, you know, the sun rises and steps on him. I don't get it. Well, so how does that benefit you by being in that relationship with him or not being in that relationship with him? Well, that's why I cut them all off. I just had enough. There you go. Yeah. Good. I think we could explore this in a private consult. You know, just go to my site, Mm -hmm. Ask Julie Ryan and and choose a date or sign up for my drawing and maybe you'll win and we'll have a whole hour to dissect this. And I think it'll make a lot more sense for you. Okay. Um, Thank you for calling. I'm going to try and get a couple more callers. I've just got a few minutes left. Okay. So um, call back in next week or schedule a private session. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bet. Bye bye. All right. I believe our next caller is Paula. Hi, Paula. Hi. Um, I um, I'm I'm okay. I I hope I'm going to get better here. Um, I'm calling about a family member um, yeah. who is my cat. Oh, and, okay. yeah, I know, I know. But um, anyway, uh, he went missing about uh, on, on February the 9th. And we have searched and searched and searched. And we've put out flyers and we've put out signs and offered a large reward uh, this kind of thing, and um, we really have no idea what actually happened. Uh, mm-hmm. He disappeared after being outside for about twenty minutes, uh-huh. and um, um, I I don't know if if uh, something disastrous happened to him or if someone took him. Um, I have no idea. Um, okay. And I was wondering if you could help me with maybe figuring some things out, whether he's alive, number one, uh-huh. and where he might be. Sure. Where? Uh, what's his name? Garfield. I love it. Uh-huh. I, I didn't do that, but <laughs> my granddaughter oh, did. I love that. And then where are you calling from, Paula? Uh, Dallas, Texas. Okay. All right. So I'm going to connect into you and then connect from you to Garfield. And was he a tabby cat or is he a tabby cat? Yes. Oh, I love it. That's hysterical. All right. Here we go. Okay. Got you. Got him. He's alive. He's still alive. Uh, he is, where is he? I'm getting, he's not that far. He's, he, somebody has adopted him because they thought he was a stray. Was he marked? Did he have a collar? He, he always pulls his collar off. He is chipped. 
So have you tried to find them with the chip? No. I didn't know they could okay. do that. I thought I had to have Oh, a... yeah. That's why they're chipped. What? So that you could... Yeah, that's why they're chipped, so you can locate them. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of like GPS. You know, they can find them. Uh, really? He's, yeah. He's not very far. I think he's just... He's within a few blocks of your house. He's living with somebody. Wow. He's, living with a, he's living with a couple that's older, is what I'm getting. Or that's what I'm seeing him with. That's what I'm getting uh-huh. right now. But yeah, go call your vet in the morning. And do you have the papers or, or do you know which yeah. vet put the chip in? That, yeah. They'll probably be able to locate him. Really? It's like when somebody steals your car and they're able to locate it through GPS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or OnStar or whatever that is. Yeah, same, I wonder same thing why with they haven't. I wonder why they haven't suggested that. I don't know. Within a few blocks. he He's heavy in and out cat. I mean, he has a curfew. He has to come in by 10 and, and things like that. But uh, if he stays in the house too long, he will get a, a little ornery. And so I'm surprised that, you know, we haven't just seen him out somewhere. But um, but it, within a few blocks, huh? They're feeding so him. Pro- yeah. yeah. They're feeding him and they're has- letting him in the house. Maybe they haven't let him out of the house, but I can see him with a with an older couple, a man and a woman. So mm. call back in, let us know what let us know what you figure out. But I get that okay. he's alive right now. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Good luck. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. All right, everybody. We are out of time for this week. Thanks to everybody that called in. For those of you that I didn't get to, please call in next week and I'll take you first. And for everybody that's listening, thank you for joining us in the listening mode. And uh, consider calling in next week yourselves. It's a lot of fun, obviously, and it's fun to hear what questions people come up with. With that, I will post pictures of the bridal shower of the decade here in the deep south on sunday and uh and all the antics i'm in with all my girlfriends this weekend and so that should be fun again follow me at ask julie ryan on instagram and facebook sign up for my angelic attendant training and register for the free drawing next week thanks everybody take care bye now thanks for joining us Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.